Hello, everyone, and welcome to List In Podcast, where we list our lists for you listeners. <laughs> How'd I, I do? hate that I'm on this program. <laughs> How'd I do, guys? Uh, 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 my, name is, uh, my name is Josh. I am joined by... Cowboy! And Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's not as... And right. today we are going to do lists, our top five favorite Game of Thrones characters. Um, we're kind of late to the, uh, the, like the popularity and stuff. It's already kind of died down, I think. It's, it's like, a, it's like a in memory of. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. In tortured memory of, you know, the wounds are still healing and people are still recovering from the. I mean, the best mind to, scar of the last episode, but you know, the best way to cope with something is to talk about it, right? So remember the happier <laughs> yeah. times, the good times, and things. Uh, that is true. All right, so uh, I'm just going to jump in. So uh, here we go. Top five. Favorite, Let's just jump into it, guys. Top five favorite Game of Thrones characters. Um, my top five actually surprised me when I was putting it together. Um, my number five has changed a few times, but I ended up probably about 10 minutes ago um, with, uh, with Lord Varys, the, uh, the wienerless bald Lord. <laughs> Why? Um, so, so do you identify with this wienerless bald Lord? <laughs> hey, let's not get too personal. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so no, um, I, um, so originally I actually had Brienne of Tarth, but the more I thought about it, uh, I really enjoyed Varys at how snaky he was. I hated watching him and I hated him as a character, but I think that means that the actor was successful in portraying the kind of character that he was supposed to portray. And so I just found him kind of, and then for him to show kind of sympathy in, to see like his human side in season eight, um, was, you know, it showed the range of the, uh, of the actors, by the way, I think most of my choices have like this range of emotions and that's one of the main reasons I chose them. So yeah, my number five is, uh, is Varys. Mm-hmm. Your reasons are right. poetic. Uh, <laughs> so cowboy, well, what you got? All right. So for my number five, I chose Arya Stark. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I very much enjoyed her character development kind of throughout the whole thing. How, yeah, she started off as, um, well, you know, this, this scared little girl and, and she was very well developed through, yeah, all of this like hardships and struggles and <laughs> they put her through some real shit and yeah she ended up into you know a very deadly assassin i i feel that there was i i'm a little upset that we didn't get to see any of her like faceless abilities in the eighth season because i feel like you know she's developing like yeah she's developing her assassin skills but she's also developing you know this really cool ability with the faceless god and and all that stuff and then she just never ends up using any of those powers kind of down the line. So, I mean, that that part was unfortunate. But besides that, she was still a very strong character. She was still, yeah, like really, really definitely one of my, yeah, one of my favorite characters. And I, I very much enjoy 
uh, I very much enjoyed watching her develop through um, through the episodes, through I the seasons. Have, I have to say, I have to wholeheartedly agree. I think with the, uh, you know, obviously season eight wasn't their strongest season, uh, but I feel like she was one of the main, like one of the only characters that had a real arc, like a complete arc. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Anyway. Cool. Arya Stark. I'm actually surprised to see her as low as number five um, for you. But uh, I'm excited well, to see your, well. uh, your next four. Uh, Cameron, <laughs> what do you have at uh, number five? Or so, who, rather? I mean, if you want to say what, there's I mean, a character with not. <laughs> one. I'm not going to go into it. All right, so uh, Eddard Ned Stark is actually number five for me. I just, I feel like he was important in the very beginning. He ends up driving a huge part of the conflict in the show in the, like in the original episode. And it just, he kind of starts us all off and gets us introduced into the world that is game of Thrones. So I kind of thought it was nice to be able to follow him for a while. And someone who was just a good hearted character around like all of the conniving, all of the evil. So I just, I really enjoyed following him around i actually wanted to follow him longer but obviously that doesn't happen that you actually bring up a good point because it connects Arya and ned uh correct me if i'm wrong cowboy because it's been a while since i've seen it but season one Arya actually sees uh ned die right and that's kind of the reason that she sets off on this yeah quest yeah yeah it's Um, like the beginning of her real arc so yeah that's an that's an interesting i yeah i uh spoiler alert ned did not make my list but uh that's an interesting uh, choice (laughs) make the rest of the show (laughs) (laughs) he's he's gone but not forgotten (laughs) all right uh cowboy any comments on uh, ned stark (laughs) sean bean don't don't go losing your head <laughs> I know, man. Right? All right. Uh, my uh, moving on to number four. My uh, so my number four is is pretty similar to my number five. It's going to be Littlefinger um, or La- Lord Baelish. Um, mm. uh, again, you know, I I I hated him so much. I thought he was conniving. I thought he was a little bastard. Uh, but after he, you know, after all is said and done, I kind of looked back on it, and you know seeing him like begging for his life and stuff had that human so it was like that being this evil conniving person and then being like this pathetic thing for an actor to be able to do that you know going deeper than just the character but for the actor to be able to do that is pretty pretty impressive in my mind so um i guess i just like evil people (laughs) maybe you just are an evil person who knows we'll find out in uh season nine of game of thrones Oh God! Isn't that just a spinoff? I'm pretty sure that's. <laughs> yeah, that's just um, oh, what is it? Uh, Drogon and uh, and uh, the wolf just just go off and have their own adventure, and that's it. Just a spinoff. It's actually season nine. Bran just staring at people as. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I okay, so like, it, it's. I, I want to say. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I like Littlefinger too. I I didn't put him on my list, but I actually really enjoyed him in the show. Mm-hmm. He's really fun to watch. He's a weird like carnival ride throughout the whole. Like, but it was fun to hate arc. him, right? It was fun to hate him. He's yeah. one of those characters that like you're supposed to hate, mm-hmm. but you gotta kind of love what he's doing at the same time. It's just it's so interesting, and again, yeah. it ties back into like Ned Stark, how he just ruins 
that whole thing and <laughs> god he's just a bastard well it's actually pretty funny because my number four is also Littlefinger Peter <laughs> Baelish and uh yeah yeah definitely for those reasons that you that you stated just he's a very interesting character to watch and just the way that yeah he manipulates the maneuvers and connives his way to well try and increase his power kind of throughout the show he's yeah he's definitely one of those that um early on you're like oh, i can't wait for you know him to get caught or you know and get killed but he never is until the very well yeah season seven um spoiler alert for anyone listening <laughs> um but yeah it's it is very interesting just watching his his character develop and how he yeah how he is always it always seems to be all right maybe not at the center of things but like just off to the side in the background as all of these different events are taking place so yeah he's definitely one of those characters that you you love to hate but can't stop watching I think it's really interesting the fact that <clears throat> between him and uh him and Lord Varys they're like they always know what's going on, no matter if it's big or small. It's like they always have yeah. their hands in everything, and it's super fascinating. Yeah. Um, I'm going to assume that if anybody's listening to this, uh, because it is favorite characters you've seen the show. Um, <laughs> with that being said, I really didn't. If not, why are you listening to this? <laughs> with that being said, I really did enjoy him watching him die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, Cameron, number four? Uh, I have Oberyn Martell, the Red Viper, as number four for me. I, he wasn't in long enough for me, but I, I really enjoyed him while he was there. He's this weird, like, sexual and violent deviant who's just there to cause trouble. I mean, this is the only reason he's there, is to get vengeance for his family and just cause like a shit ton of trouble the way he died i wasn't a huge fan of but the he's just he's a fun character you didn't like you didn't enjoy watching him getting his head smashed you know, he won the battle which was the problem and then he just kind of gloats and then that's yeah. you know that, well, I mean, was, that was totally in his character it was though, <laughs> it was in his character i just i wanted to see more of him because he was causing so much trouble just by barely even being there. Just by being a presence mm. there, he was causing a lot of trouble. So I really, really liked him. I had a lot of fun with him. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's definitely on my list. Um, hold on. Do you guys know the, uh, the actor's name who played him? I do not. Because, hold on, I'm about to find it. Pedro Pascal. So I watched a... Um, him on one of the talk shows like Conan or Jay Leno or like what I forget which one it was but he actually said he knew like one of the higher ups in the show and he just wanted a part so they just gave him a part right and that's kind of a you know yeah, yeah we're gonna give you a part and you're gonna get your head smashed in I mean I'd be like cool <laughs> but it's a great way right to go out but he also yeah. um he is also in Narcos, yeah. too. That's, like, his yeah, big Yeah, he's, like, thing. the main guy, right? Yeah, and he's also set to be in, like, a Star Wars movie here pretty soon. Yeah. So... I mean, if it can springboard your career, right, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> Getting your head bashed in is... That's that's one way to go on Game of Thrones. All right. Um, number three. Oh, here we go. Uh, I'm just going to come out and say it. 
Joffrey. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. I don't even. Uh, All right. Again, my uh, my validation, I guess, is that he was. I I hated the shit out of him, but uh, he was fun to watch. He was an evil person, and it was it kept things interesting. And um, again, to go a little bit deeper, sorry, but this is how I made my list: is that watching him be like this pompous, like king or or prince or whatever he was, right? Um, and uh, well, like he was king, yeah. So. Um, being this pompous king and then behind closed doors, he's like this really insecure, like, I hope I'm doing things right. Or like, you know, I don't want people questioning me because it makes me uh, kind of like a coward. Um, was a very interesting, uh, like character, um, spectrum. And then again, if you haven't seen the show, I'm sorry, but watching him die also was very satisfying. It was weirdly satisfying. It was just a weirdly satisfying death. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was one yeah, of the definitely. Deaths. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things that I very much enjoy about Game of Thrones is that it doesn't. <laughs> when it has a bad death scene, it has a bad death scene, and you just like they just sit there and you're just like, hey, let's just watch as he just slowly chokes, and you're just like, yes. Yep. Yes. Like normally you would just cut away from that, but nope, we're going to watch the whole thing in real time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, my, my list of evil people is not complete yet, but that is my number three, Joffrey. Full list of evil people. All right. Well, my number three is Tyrion Lannister. I very much enjoyed, yeah, well, very much enjoyed his whole. <laughs> I don't know, he's a very entertaining character. And, yeah, oftentimes, you know, just uh, cracking a bunch of jokes. And and I also very much enjoy how his character, well, grows and develops. I think he, he definitely has a good arc um, throughout throughout each season. I, I am in the camp of people who feel that he was a little bit dumbed down kind of in the eighth season. Um but yeah, we'll we'll leave that for another episode where we just rant. Although it's, that that time is probably over, and I'll just have to deal with these simmering feelings inside. We, we might be but able anyway. to put together a Tyrion only podcast. <laughs> There's enough there to put together a Tyrion only podcast. Oh yeah, That's but yeah, yeah, just just I I definitely think he has a very strong character and. Yeah, very much sells the show. Just whenever he's he's on it, I I really enjoyed. Um, I, yeah, I really enjoyed Tyrion Lannister as a character. I did. Too. I, I agree. I think that he kind of was that glue in the story between all of the houses. Right, he was that familiar face that you saw to wherever you went. So it was kind yeah. of like a, a, a breath of fresh air. It's like, oh, it's the uh, it's the dwarf. <laughs> Yeah. I mean he called himself a dwarf, right? I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna get in trouble for that. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good choice. Alright, right, well going along with Tyrion, I've got Braun on my number three. I really liked Braun when he was brought in. He's another my list is full of fun people to watch, I guess. That's that's what a lot of it is. They they're people who make the show interesting and I definitely think he 
he added a little bit to it. He was someone below the rest of them, below the kings and the monarchies and all of that, and kind of gave you like a different look at everything going on. He had a more satirical look on the world and his and like you know people dying and things like that, and what people were actually fighting for, and helpful to Tyrion as well. I mean, you you are a big fan of anti-heroes, right? I do so love he, anti-heroes. And he, he falls fits into the, like that type of like Red Hood category. Yeah, he totally yeah. fits the mold. <laughs> but uh, yeah. we could sit here and talk about season eight, I know. But I feel like they, he was another character, like you said, was kind of simplified or dumbed down in season eight where he's just like, oh, I'm just going to you know, do this and blah, blah, blah. And then I'll just kind of appear and things will be resolved. Right. It's like, okay, had higher hopes. But again, we could sit here and talk about season eight all night, but we won't. And how it needed more episodes to do things like that. But, yeah. It's fine. I mean, they gave us six to seven, depending on how you look at it, great seasons. So I'd say that's a that's a win. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. Um, cool. Uh, my number two is going to be little Arya. Uh, Arya Stark. Um, all right. I mean, you you pretty much nailed everything when uh, when you put her on your list. Uh, she you know she had a great arc. She was an interesting character. We watched her develop. Um, I've gotten over the sex scene. It's not that big of a deal. Um, I know it, it's one of those like yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just found it interesting that a lot of the reactions to most of the other sex scenes was. Well, essentially, the general consensus was, woo, we get to see, you know, people naked. Yay. This one was very much like, a, all right, child, you put your damn clothes back on. And it was very much, yeah, I don't know, watching this, this, I'd almost say, like, fatherly reaction of just, yeah, we, we got to see her grow up. And, and, yeah, it was very much just, hey, stop this. Yep, I think you freaking nailed it. I have a two-year-old, and it was kind of like we'd, like, sh- she was our child, kind of, in a way, where it's like we watched her grow up. We raised her, right, in the show. I think, and, it, uh, I think it doesn't help that she's one of those children, too, that grew up to look kind of just exactly the same as she did <laughs> when she started the show. So she's older, but she's barely taller, and she doesn't look much different. It's, that, yeah. that definitely didn't help. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah, that is totally fair. Um <laughs> Yeah, she's yeah, she has not grown much. <laughs> um little little uh well, I won't get into that. Um so yeah, Arya uh Arya Stark is my number 2. Um she's a badass. Yeah. All right, awesome. Yeah, I'd have to say for my number 2, I had Tormund's Giant's Bane. I freaking love that character. He was Yeah, he he was a a blast to watch just um, well, a, a whole lot of comic relief and yeah, very much, <laughs> very much watching his, um, his interactions with Brienne of Tarth and I don't know. I, I very much enjoyed, um, his whole character. And I mean, he's a bearded mountain man. I'm a bearded mountain man. So I, I feel that we, uh, we get each other. Yes. And, um, he feeds off the breasts of giants. So that is someone to <laughs> look up to. that's how he grows. Exactly. <laughs> yes, I think that is a great choice. Um, 
Um, unfortunately, Tormund did not make my list, but uh, I, especially in season eight, the writing that they did with him, I thought was some of the best. Just with this whole, um, the whole Brienne thing and the whole like, you know, like John like admiration and stuff, I thought was hilarious and yeah, it was that that comic relief that we very much needed. Yes, I agree. Cool. Yeah, good choice. All right, I've got for my number two. I've got Tywin Lannister. I really, really enjoyed Tywin's run on Game of Thrones. It he kind of I think built up that idea of being tactical and being conniving. And there was there was always Tyrion there as well. But Tywin was like he had more control, more power over what was going on, and he could enter a room, and even some of the strongest characters were afraid of him. It just made him, he was almost like a Darth Vader of the show in that kind of sense. And it's just, it was really fun to watch his rivalry with his own children. And then, I mean, ended up being just entirely with his family, which is, you know, how he goes out in the end anyway. But he was just a really interesting character and kept the stories interesting too. (laughs) That was was a spoiler. That 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 was a spoiler. (laughs) Uh, I think think at this point, (laughs) spoilers are already well known. And if they've gotten this far in the episode, then there's no helping them. (laughs) I think uh, think Cameron just likes old men in this this show. (laughs) Ned Stark and Tywin and... I'm excited to see your number one. It's going to be like, uh, you know, like... Uh, My number one is not just like, an old man. Um, Hodor or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, best character, beautiful about. lines. Hodor was the best. I mean, that is... So that is an interesting pick, though, because we think... When we think, like, favorite characters, we think, you know, like you said, fun characters that are like, oh, I had a good time watching this character. Or if you're, like, a douchey film student, like we all are... Um, <laughs> You think about uh, you know their their story, their arc, their acting abilities, and stuff like that. And so I think to think of it from like uh, within the story, like the tactical decisions and the stuff that he did to uh, like for his family and stuff is kind of an interesting uh, interesting pick. I and, appreciated it. And then kind of like in the way he went out is he did kind of do things for his family in a way, in his own twisted way. And yet he goes out by the hand of his family. Granted, someone he didn't treat very well, but. It just it was an interesting arc to see completed, and one of the more satisfying ones for me to see completed yeah. too. He took an art. He took a, a, an arrow to the Elvis, didn't he? Yeah, he on really the, did. <laughs> yeah, on the uh, on the potty. Such a such a great way for a king to go out. That's his killer, who I will not name. <laughs> um, should have waited at least until he came, like pulled his pants up, right? You would, you would think so. I mean, you get him at his most vulnerable, though, where he's no longer a king yeah. or this like madman. He's honestly just a man he's, on a toilet. He's a human, yeah. And he's just human. He's just human, and that's how he goes out. Doesn't matter about all of his money and all of that, what his children are. Um. All right. Yeah. So moving on to number ones, and before we move on to number ones, I would like to say, so far, I appreciate that nobody has gotten as specific to say. Season three Arya or something like that. We're like generalizing the characters because <laughs> that could be way yeah. complicated. I mean, if we're gonna do that, then Bran from season one is the only Bran that I like. Bran flying out the window. <laughs> yeah, just him getting pushed out the window. Just have that on repeat for the entire. The ground was truly every time the he appears. That's just put it on a loop, like right before he hits the ground, it rewinds to him in the window. <laughs> Um, and there you go, comic relief for the weekend. <laughs> Forever. Uh, oh yeah. So 
my number one, um, all things considered for season eight, because I was not satisfied with the, um, with the way that they were finalized, but I thought that Cersei Lannister was my number one favorite Game of Thrones character. Um, you only, do like evil people. I do. I, I do. Well, like people. I said, I know this, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, a broken record here, but, uh, I like the range. So the fact that she was super evil, she was sympathetic towards her kids. She was happy with, you know, her family and Jamie, as weird as that may be for all of us. Um, and then she was, you know, she was, uh, pathetic and, and vulnerable. And it takes a lot of guts to audition and get cast for a part where you have to walk butt ass naked down the street in front of a bunch of like, you know, however many people were extras and crew, and she actually had a body double for that. Oh, really? Yes, okay. she did. They they put her face on the body double. All right, so my list has changed. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so but, no, I I think that uh, you know, season eight, I was pretty disappointed. The fact that I I don't think she should have gotten a happy ending, um, which pretty much that's what it was. Would you not agree? Yeah. I mean. More or less, right? I think we all wanted to see her head on a plate. (laughs) I wanted to see it, like, not too far into the show. I really liked her character Mm. to, like, a certain degree, but I do think her character lived too long. I mean, she made it. (laughs) But she did live too long. I don't think she should have made it even to, like, season six. I think Mm. that's... It felt like that's what they had been building towards, and then they just never were willing to, Mm. like, actually go after her. Like, they did Joffrey. Like, she should have had a death like that. She kind of deserved a death like that, like, in a good way. Like, the character Mm. deserved better. So you think she outlived herself? Yes. Yeah. But she... At the same time, you bring up that vulnerability, and she did have a... I did enjoy the fact that she was, like, this insanely conniving person, but also she was vulnerable at the same time. And they showed both aspects of that and a really well-rounded character. She was an emotional roller coaster and it was fun to watch. It was like, what, you know, like what emotion are you going to show? You know, what craziness are you going to be in this episode? (laughs) What what mode are you in? Um, So yes, uh, as controversial as that may be, uh, Cersei is my number one. Alright. Well, Drum for mine, roll. I would was sorry. What? Said drum roll number one. Let's go. Oh boy, number one. I would have to say Sandor Clegan, otherwise known as the Hound. Uh, oh my goodness! Very good choice. The Hound. I first off, I recently found a video that is just a supercut of the Hound just hurling insults, and I have to say, it makes me very happy, and I very much enjoy watching it. And I, I don't know, just that, just that kind of brash and, well, <laughs> freaking fed up with the world. You know, he doesn't give, he doesn't give a single shit as to what's what's going on. What's your power? You know, he doesn't care about the authority. People is just like, all right, I just, I'm just trying to <laughs> go through life and do what I need to do, and 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 get my get my baby brother and. and stick my sword in his face and yeah i think that it was a he he was a fantastic character i absolutely loved just watching him and then and he was always entertaining whenever he was yeah on camera and i definitely think that 
yeah, he for me he ranks as probably one of the most enjoyable characters that I saw. Um, I wholeheartedly agree. I was having a conversation with my wife, I believe, today or yesterday, um, about uh, probably my favorite moments in the entire show were the storyline between uh, between him and Arya. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, those are some of the best moments in the show. Yeah. Those are just really well thought out arcs. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, yes, very excellent choice, sir. I, 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 uh, I'm a fan. Well, thank you. Cameron, you're number one. My number one is Tyrion. I really, really loved Tyrion throughout the whole thing. He's just, he's so much fun to watch from literally the moment he shows up. And he's just, he's always going after someone. He's always in the shadow of someone as well, but he always feels like he's above them in some way or a step ahead of them in some way. I just, I really love that aspect of him. And he, more than any of the Lannisters, exemplifies the ideals of his father, who, you know, he kills at the end of the day and then essentially, you know, in taking his place as well is what he's doing. I mean, he's killing him and he's like the new Tywin which I thought was so important to the show. And I thought it was important to the character. He's just, I don't know. He's fun all the way through. He's just an interesting character. And at the end of the day, kind of the one who ends the show as well. I I have to agree. I think, uh, I think he was a great cast. I think that, you know, I I do agree that he was a little watered down in the, uh, in the final season, but again, that's, I guess to be expected at this point. <laughs> um, but I just, to kind of reiterate what I said earlier, he was that breath of fresh air. Everywhere you went, it's like, oh, a familiar face. I don't, you know. I mean, he was funny. He was charming. He was also dark and villainous. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just, he had so many aspects to the character. And Peter Dinklage did such a great job with the character. And I was always, like, curious where he was going to go next and i wanted him to end up taking the throne or some bigger capacity but yeah but yeah he's just such a great character he might need a step stool to get he up on that throne <laughs> i mean that's, <laughs> that's i mean there are other thrones right <laughs> just get him a smaller one less swords that's <laughs> it's like it's the throne made of daggers <laughs> That would fit his character so well, though. Uh, or crossbows. A crossbow. Ooh. I just think a crossbow throne would be perfect. Um, all right, so I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do something a little uh, surprising because I haven't told you guys anything about how this how this is gonna go. But uh, we're oh, gonna gosh. go around a couple more times. Um, oh no! So oh, no. first round, I want you guys to think about um, honorable mentions. People that didn't make your, or, or better yet, one person who didn't make your list but would have made it had there been a spot. Had there been there like that six, like top six, right? Um, for me, uh, I, I honestly think I would throw in the Night King. I think uh, that was their strongest storyline that they had. I would have liked them to, you know, I would have liked to see them take care of <laughs> to, to finish it instead of whatever the hell that was well yes uh, but i would have liked to see them wrap up these like the cersei storyline because i mean i guess people cared about that but the the zombie stuff is so interesting and they had like they had, they had a, a zombie dragon 
and like it, it was so cool and it just like you know did not pan out <laughs> and uh even though he didn't really do anything he was he was just scary because they just showed him and he was emotionless and he was he could kill people with like his hand <laughs> just like boom the snappy neck or like whatever and uh yeah i feel like he was under you know i want to know who the hell he is and i don't think i'll ever know unless they cover it in one of those spinoffs so i think my uh my honorable mention would be would be mr night king okay I definitely feel that I could get behind that. Uh, so for my honorable mention, well, I don't know. I'm torn because on on one hand, I want to say Theon Greyjoy because uh, although I feel he would more win the injured puppy award that essentially like <laughs> the, the the person that just gets shit on constantly and you're like, oh, I, I feel so sorry for you, and I, I want things to go better for you, but they're just not. <laughs> they're not panning out, and he just continues to get just beaten down time after time. And then, like, finally he does have somewhat of a redemptive arc uh, near the end. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely one of those. It's just like, oh, okay then. It's because of his wiener, isn't it? I mean... You would say that. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely feel for him there, right? That's got to be completely awful. But yes, I agree. I think yeah. uh, I, I expected more out of the Greyjoys, and uh, yeah, they were just kind of like, yeah. All so right, here you go, the end. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, it would probably be between him and I don't know. I might also say uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I very much uh, enjoyed Amelia Clark's, you know, portrayal of the character, and I, yeah, I I think it was a a well done character, and I mean, it might have been a bit too much, like, oh, I'm here to save everyone, and I am the ah, where are my dragons? But I still I still enjoyed the scenes with her and just kind of seeing how things developed, um, things <clears throat> obviously didn't turn out the way that I, um, would have thought best for the character. However, <laughs> I mean, don't say, um, however, yeah, decision. Yeah. The night. Are you kidding? Yeah. Should have just ended where the night King takes over and then eternal winter is just like, well, Sometimes life sucks. That would have been a much better ending to Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, that would have been the realm of my understanding, right? I would have been like, well, well that's a risk that you take. And, uh, you know, one thing I'll say about Daenerys is when I first started the show, the one thing I was really, really hoping was that they weren't going to do the Mad King and, like, talk about it and talk about it and then just have her become the Mad King, which is yeah. at what the end did. of the day exactly what they... It was the most obvious path to take with her and uh, yeah. just... It didn't fit yeah, it with was, the rest of what they were doing with her and it just... It was... I don't know. Yeah, it, it would be one of those things that, yeah, you would hope for like, well, you would hope for the theme and yeah, the, the storyline of you are destined to become a mad king. You are destined to become a mad king. And then it's, no, I will fight against my destiny. I will fight against, you know, the story of my family line and instead work against it to not become the mad king. 
I mean, and... or like I'd rather see if she's gonna go Mad King, go Mad King against the Night King, and then lose to the Night King because you lost yourself. Like lose, like who yeah. you are, yeah. and then because of that, lose the whole battle. That yeah, that would have been more interesting. Yeah, I could, I could agree with that too. All right, good, uh, good choices. Cameron, who's your uh, honorable mention? Mine is kind of an off-the-wall one, but I want to go back to kind of... I mean, the same thing that my list has been with like these kind of conniving people and the people that kind of run the show behind the scenes or above it. Um, I, I've got to say Olena Tyrell. I don't know if everyone remembers her, but... It was really, Marjorie's mom. Yes, right? yeah. yeah. And she... Or grandma, I think, or something or, like that. Yeah. Something like that. But she, she was very, very good at playing with the Lannisters in the show. She was a good person to have against them but meanwhile just sitting right next to them. And especially with Cersei, she just played with her head. They both did. They played with each other. But I just thought she was so much fun because she had experience over the rest of them other than like Tywin. She was of that caliber but of a like more peaceful degree, which was interesting to see. But she was just kind of an interesting character to watch and I really enjoyed following what she was doing even though she didn't appear very often every time she did appear it was for a very important reason so she also uh killed joffrey so good on her yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) all right uh so we're gonna go around one more time cowboy you still with us i don't know if we lost cowboy Alright, uh, let's see, let's try to get him back real quick. It's okay, you can cut it, and then yeah. later. I know, but this is, it's gotta be raw. Alright, I think we're connected again. Okay, cool, welcome uh, back. welcome back. Um, so did you catch all that? Uh, well, yeah, I definitely agree with that that choice of character. I, I definitely feel that she stole the show, like, yeah, whenever she was featured. And definitely having, yeah, that also, yeah, someone who's played the political game for a while and she's there to, yeah, counter seriously and essentially, yeah, stand in opposition and move against. I very much enjoyed her character. Again, yeah, even though she didn't, appear that often i i would definitely say she's also one of my i I would agree with the honorable mention cool all right uh one more surprise topic for you guys we're gonna go the opposite end of the spectrum this time and i want you to give me your dishonorable mentions someone that you just (laughs) (sighs) loathed as a character or didn't you know didn't live up or you, you hated or or something, um, uh, you know what, Cowboy? I'm gonna I'm gonna let you start this time because I need a minute to dwell on this because I, I oh wow great thanks for yeah. thanks for just putting me on the spot <laughs> and then just tossing me into it um oh gosh who was ah uh, the um uh, th- who was the other Greyjoy so there oh, was you're on um. Uh yeah, the brother right? Oh man, yeah, yeah. Just um. Yeah, it was urine. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely feel that. Well, 
Obviously, I know the way that things are portrayed in in the books and the, the way that things are portrayed on the TV show are different. However, I don't know. There was just something about. First off, it described him as having a what was it? A full like dragon, dragon glass or, um, yeah, if, like he had a full suit. He was so flashy and he was so just a cocksure bastard and. Um, I don't know. There was a yeah. There's a part of me that would have liked to see him as kind of more that character instead of just well how he was in the show. Which I mean, sure he did have the same kind of cocky attitude, I guess. But I don't know. I I, I feel that there was just a little bit lost to his character again, especially in season eight of just <laughs> what had happened when. I, yeah, I felt he could have been so much, so much better as one of those just flashy asshole. Like, oh my god, that guy's that guy's just terrible. But at the same time, he's yeah, he just freaking owns people. Um, I have to completely agree. Uh, I think my biggest quarrel with Euron was that. He just kind of shows up in season seven or whatever, and he's like, I'm going to be your new big bad guy. It's like, who the hell yeah. are you? Like, and, and why do you deserve to be here? We've been following these people for seven seasons, and you show up and try to steal the show. Like, what is yeah, going on? Yeah, it was definitely something that should have been built up to or or, or hinted at better or something. I, I feel that, yeah, his, his character could have definitely been better I agree. Um, let me let me just mention the fact that you know somebody said, "Oh, his ship, his fleet got destroyed, and he just happened to wash up on the shore where Jamie is." <laughs> right. And then they're like, right? "Right now, the city's about to collapse, or whatever. Let's fight." <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> And then his whole thing was like, "Ha! I, you know, I killed the king, Kingslayer." And it's like that—that that wasn't really his motivation. Like he was—that's—it's <laughs> yeah. not exactly something that he was like, "I am going to kill the king killer." <laughs> like it was just, and also, all right, all right, really, really quickly, just—I <laughs> really quickly need to say this as far as just not not following the rules that they set up in previous episodes. Uh, where season eight, they're essentially just like, all right, look out. These um, uh, these ballista just can take out a fucking dragon in the air. And just, all right, let's just, yeah. And they just absolutely, absolutely murderize one of the dragons. And then the very next episode, it's like, hey, do you know what's useless? Those trebuchets, because apparently they can't hit anything now, even though they could hit a dragon three times while it's flying. <laughs> and, yeah, it was just one of those very much just like, all right, you set up this, well, defense against the dragons to be very scary, and then the very next episode, it's like, yeah, that's actually not a worry anymore. Like, the dragon, Drogon is just going to carve through and apparently with an endless supply of fire and just torch the entire fleet, and it's... A little ridiculous. Um, 
Yeah, I, I don't know if you mentioned this, but the fact that they could shoot a dragon from behind a cliff and then miss it with like <laughs> 50 arrows. Yeah. It's like, come on, you're on. You're better than that. Yeah, I, I definitely feel that the way they set up his character and then just what happened with it was very... Yeah, very... Uh, rushed? Um, yeah, well, yeah. Yes. Just the whole end of the show, though. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that kind of goes along with the theme. Don't blame a character for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just felt very inconsistent. His character yeah. felt very inconsistent. Fair enough. Yeah, that's a good choice. Uh, Cameron, dishonorable mention? Yeah. Uh, what is it? Is it Eliza or Lisa Aaron of the Tully House? Caitlin Stark's sister. She... Is that the one that was breastfeeding the kid? Yep. Okay. That would yep. be her. She... Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Not, not my favorite character. Just like this evil stepmother brooding type of personality. And it's just... She was so, it's like not fun to watch, but gross to watch. I guess <laughs> just everything about her character, everything about what she was trying to do, I just didn't. So mean. I just didn't what like her. That, what, doesn't that mean that she like succeeded as a character though? Like you it's know, just... maybe, maybe I'm not giving her enough credit, <laughs> but like her character was gross. Thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, such an excellent portrayal of the character that I just loathed every scene she was in. It's just, her death was satisfying, though. I agree. I will say that. I, I mean, her death was definitely satisfying. It's something that you knew was going to happen. You were waiting for it to happen. Again, I think if you break down the ratio of good deaths to kind of like, what the hell was that? We got a pretty good, like, good deaths to like, crappy deaths right yeah so i mean like like <laughs> yeah. the first season the dude getting you know Dan- daenerys's brother getting the gold dumped on his head like that was freaking awesome and then they balanced it oh, right yeah. out with killing cal drago that was it just like making him, making him sick or whatever yeah like, I I mean, was, <laughs> by my by having him take a cut because of his own ego and then dying of an infection yeah, but then he became Aquaman because of it. I mean, not because of it, but, you know, it probably didn't help. It didn't hurt his career. No, right? I mean, it didn't hurt his career. I'm just saying for the character's sake, like, could have given him I don't, a little bit more. Yeah, but he's like, you know, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to establish the Dothraki. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I mean, to get some, whether saying, it's questionable means, right? Because I'm, those were really hard to watch, right? They didn't, they didn't give Jason Momoa enough time, I don't think, to really do anything in the show. Because all he really was was his exact version of Conan the Barbarian, but with yeah. tattoos yeah. and a beard. All I'm, all I'm saying is, like, he's a hunky dude, right? According to every, you know, person that's attracted to him or every person that, um, I guess, likes that kind of person. And uh, he just shows up, shows his face, and he's like, peace, I'm out. I'm going to do other stuff. Yeah, that's, I, guess, <laughs> I guess that's what it is. It just, oh, man. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. So my dishonorable mention is I'm, I'm actually going to disrespect the king like this. It's going to be Bran Stark. I think... Uh, I thought about it, but it was too obvious. Was... Yeah, I, I just think... Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's just, there's like, 
it's like they were going down this storyline, and it's nothing. It's nothing against the the actor who portrayed him. It's nothing against the character yeah. itself. Uh, it's mainly the writers. Sorry, guys. Um, uh, they were going down this storyline, and it's like they took this hard left, and they were like, everything you just learned about this character, forget about it, because all you need to know is this. And you're just like, uh, I saw this um, this meme. And you know, I didn't. I didn't look to verify it, but I'm assuming because I vaguely remember it in the show about him talking about, oh, I can't be Lord of Winterfell because I'm the Three-Eyed Raven, and he's like yeah. later on, he's like, oh, but I can be king of the you know Six Kingdoms. <laughs> that's different. I'm the king of everything else. That's different. Like, oh, that's different. I mean, the, the thrones three- burned. It's a new world. There's only six kingdoms now. It's yeah. Whole... He's, he's gonna make a throne made out of ravens. He's got. He's got <laughs> He's got one eye for every two kingdoms now. There would have been one left out before. Hello, boy. Oh, man. Did yeah, you just then the to... north just goes and open the room. Did you just start your yeah, own, like, I... ten hat theory? Like, ten hat sure. conspiracy? Like, that's the reason Sansa deflected. <laughs> hey, man, it's basic math there. I'm just saying. Oh, Nobody. Man. Sansa. Hey, you know, uh, Bran's dick don't work. All right. I mean... At least he has a dick. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, half the people in the show don't have dicks anymore, so. Um, it like a no, no it, it was just, out. it was just, yeah, in the ending of season eight, it was just like, you know, they're all like, who should we be king? Ah, Bran should be king. Ah, but, but Bran can't have children. Ah, all right, Sansa, like, <laughs> okay. we, we, we get it. Like, it just, um, it don't work. All right. And if you're not satisfied with Bran, I would have to go with the mountain. I'd have to go with, uh, the you know they they turned him into a zombie and he literally just stood there monster. and I was yeah. like man there's so yeah. there's such cool things they could do with this and he's literally just standing there like going the, that build whatever. up to doing that with him was so like melodramatic old monster movie there's a part of me that loved it for that reason because <laughs> it's just so like yeah. old Universal Studios type monster movie it's so over the top and ridiculous. But yeah, the mountain was a good choice too. That was out of the mountain. Yeah, yes. I definitely feel like they could have done a lot better with the mountain. I I still enjoyed the Cleegan Bull. It's like mainly mainly for the Hound and just kind of the wrapping up of his arc. But yeah, I, I felt that the mountain was underutilized in his in his position. I'm on the opposite side of that. I feel like the mountain should have died when he was up against the Viper, but that's just me. They should have just left him dead, right? He, yeah. he should have been dead. He shouldn't have been able to kill the Viper. He should have died. So, I mean, okay, quick recap. What did the mountain do after the fight, right? Like, he he cut off Missandei's head. And oh, like, that, yeah. Like, is that it? I mean, he, like, he, like, was her execution uh, he, right? I think he, he killed a he couple He stood people. intimidatingly behind um, people. And oh, yeah. Just how could I, how could I forget? Size. Somebody would go towards Cersei and he would step forward. Whew, what a part. It's more than Brando's. And not to mention he was played by, what, three or four <laughs> different guys, I think? Was he? Yeah, really? I think he was played. He was definitely played by more than one guy. Right? Uh, hold on. Let me... Uh, fact check this yeah let me let me Snopes fact after you yeah, let, me, let me fact check this real quick portrayed by three different people one two three huh so you know i'm guessing one was like a live mountain one was zombie mountain and one was 
I don't know, whatever. If the, the guy was on vacation. <laughs> Why do you need multiple actors for that one? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll never know because I'm not going to cover it here. <laughs> um, but yeah, that uh, that um, that about wraps up our, our list of top five Game of Thrones characters with honorable mentions and dishonorable mentions. And I think uh, I think that might be our theme. I think I like the honorable and dishonorable mentions because it gives us just a chance to talk about those kind of what ifs. If yeah. you know you have that extra space, like oh, I wanted to put this person there, but they just didn't quite make it, and this is why. And then the dishonorable mention, we just you know we get to shit all over someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so many characters yep. too in Game of Thrones, especially, but. We get yep. we had some good ones. That's we definitely got to some good ones. Yep. So I will be starting a Facebook page called List in Podcast. It's you listeners. Yep, listeners. Uh, um, this is my life. <laughs> this is the path my life has taken. All right. It could be worse. You could be in Game of Thrones without a dick. Um, that is fair. So. Uh, yes, I will be starting a Facebook page. I will probably be starting a Twitter as well so we can get, you know, we want to hear your top five favorites, your honorable mentions, your dishonorable mentions, and all that stuff. This, I want this to Tell be Tell us very... what we got wrong. Because <laughs> yes. I'm sure you Why have plenty dumb. of opinions. <laughs> Tell us how much smarter you are than us and how stupid we are for putting these people on our list. Um, Join us next week when we celebrate the release of Swamp Thing on the DC Universe with our top five favorite DC characters. Oh, boy. Spoiler alert, Swamp Thing is on my list. That's... I think... I don't see any reason why you shouldn't be. Uh, But if Booster Gold is on your list, you're fired from the show. Depends on what (laughs) what arc we're talking about. That's... Fair enough. Well... Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, We will see you next time. My name is Josh. I'm Cowboy. And I'm Cameron. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Oh, God. (laughs) You're getting way too much out of that. (laughs) 